Welcome to B2B Writing Success, the podcast on building a thriving business as a business-to-business writer or copywriter. B2B Writing Success is brought to you by American Writers and Artists, Inc. Now here's your host, copywriting expert and business coach, Steve Slonwhite. Hello, fellow B2B writers and copywriters. Hope you had a great week with your business. This week, we're going to continue our conversation about SEO copywriting for B2B companies, search engine optimization copywriting. And if you listen to the, to the last podcast, uh, we were talking about how to integrate keywords into your copy, into the blog posts that you write for clients, into the websites and other online materials that you write for clients, how to integrate keywords and key phrases in a way that sounds natural, that doesn't seem force-fit, that keeps the copy effective and conversational and persuasive and not sounding awkward. It's not easy to do when you're given a list of keywords to integrate and you got to work them in <laughs> to make the copy seem natural. But I gave you some, I think, some very good practical strategies on how to do that last week. So if you haven't listened to that podcast, I would encourage you to do so. In this podcast, what we're going to talk about is how to research and find keywords for your clients, how to do keyword research. Now, this isn't typically the job of a copywriter, but sometimes it falls in your lap. Sometimes you'll be working with a client that doesn't have an SEO firm or that doesn't have a marketing consultant who understands SEO. Or for whatever reason, they want you to play a role in helping them find appropriate keywords and key phrases to use on their website and their blog post and in their other online content and you know your job is to help them out so what I'm going to give you is some strategies on how to do that now there's a big caveat here and that is I am not an SEO expert I am a SEO practitioner I'm a writer a copywriter who uses SEO when writing for clients it uses SEO best practices and principles okay so I'm I'm giving you this information from that perspective. You may talk to other experts who are really in the search engine optimization that uh, may tell you things that are a little bit different than what I'm going to tell you. But I work on the front lines of working with B2B companies. And the information I'm going to give you is information based on my own work with clients and what works best for them, what works best for B2B companies from a writer's perspective. Okay, so with that caveat, here it goes. Let me give you some strategies for uh, researching keywords and key phrases, SEO copywriting for B2B companies. The very first tip has nothing to do with doing any research online. It has nothing to do with uh, going to these websites I'm going to show you later to help you find keyword options and, and search parameters and number of people searching search terms per month and all that kind of stuff. It simply has to do with a core marketing strategy that you probably use anyway, but you can use to come up with keywords. And that is to think about your client's target audience. Think about that target audience and think about the types of uh, the words and the phrases that they would likely type into Google or some other search engine in order to find your client's products and services. So if your, target, if your client's target audience is warehouse operation directors, because your client is a forklift truck manufacturer, then from what you know about that target audience, from the research you've done, from the work you've done with your client, 
put yourself in the shoes of that person and imagine what you would type in when you're looking for forklift trucks, okay? You might look for efficient forklift trucks, fuel efficient, diesel forklift trucks, forklift truck safety, training, safer forklift trucks, uh, heavy load forklift trucks. You can just start imagining the different things that you'd likely type into Google in order to find information on forklift trucks. So that is really the first rule of SEO writing and, and researching keywords for your client is to imagine that you are the target audience and then use that perspective to come up with keyword ideas and phrases. Usually you come up with the best keywords that way because as a copywriter, as I'm always teaching, you need to really focus in and learn a lot about your client's target audience. And because now you know a lot about your client's target audience, you can use that to come up with keywords. So that's really rule number one. Rule number two is to use Google's suggested search. Now, have you ever noticed that when you go on Google, their main search page, and that, that main search page that just has the empty field, you type in something that you're searching for, and Google will give you a list of suggested searches that are related to that. For example, if you type in tennis shoes, it might give you a, a list of suggested searches like uh, running shoes, sports equipment, sports gear, um, uh, running shoes online. You know, I, I don't, I don't know. I've never done it, but it's going to give you a whole list of these uh, options, these suggested searches. Well, there's a reason why Google gives you these searches, because they know they're popular searches. They know that those keywords and phrases that they're suggesting to you, the suggested search, uh, they know that those are popular search terms. Some of them are very long search terms. So you can use those in your keyword research. So the Google homepage can be your best source of keywords using their suggested search tool. Now, you got to make sure it's turned on. I believe that depending on which, inter which internet browser you're using, uh, whether you're using Safari or Chrome uh, or Firefox, you, you need to make sure that suggested search for Google is turned on. But if it's turned on, it gives you a list of suggested searches, and that's a great way to come up with uh, keyword terms. Okay, that's number one. Number two is ask your client if they work with an SEO firm or an SEO consultant. Now, you might find this strange because your client has presumably come to you and said, we want you to write this blog post or these series of blog posts and please research some keywords for us for the blog post. And it may sound strange saying, well, don't you have an SEO firm? Well, sometimes, and I found this, a client will have an SEO firm on retainer, perhaps for their website, Maybe they hired them a year ago and they did some research, but now they're no longer using them or they think it's just for the website, but you're writing the blog. So they may not realize that the keyword research that their firm has done, their SEO firm has done, you can use that information. So always ask your client, Mr. Client, have you ever worked with an SEO firm or are you currently working with an SEO expert or firm, maybe in the past, maybe now? Did they do some keyword research for you on for your website or, or uh, for something else? Uh, because you want that research. You want your client to give you that research. Because sometimes 
all the, the the good keywords, you know, have already been researched, okay? And the client doesn't really realize that. And if you simply ask them, they may go, oh, yeah, we worked with an SEO firm last year when we were updating our website. Oh, sure, I have that report here. I'll, I'll email it to you. And there's your keyword research, or most of it. So always ask. Always ask if uh, your client has ever had any keyword research done or has an SEO firm that they're working with or ha have worked with and see if you can get their reports because all your keywords will be right there. So that's, that's, number, that's number three in my list of tips on researching keywords. Another is to use some of the free keyword search tools that you can find online. And there are several. Now, there are a lot of services online where you can research keywords. And some of them charge a fee. Some of them are free. Some of them are hybrid where they have a basic free version where you get some research. And then there's a premium service that you have to pay for. Unless your client's going to pay for it, there's no reason for you to pay for it. Okay. Uh, so st start with the free search tools. Now, I'm going to give you some free search tools right now. But again, there's another caveat here. This isn't a complete list. And neither I nor AWAI um, endorse any of these. These are just ones that I've used and I find that they, they work pretty good. So you might want to consider trying them yourself. And they all have a free version. Okay. So let me give them to you. WordTracker.com. WordTracker is pretty good. You type in the key phrase, it'll give you uh, a list of keywords, related keywords and key phrases, and it'll give you a sense of the search traffic as well, which is good. So Word Tracker, they've been around for a while. SEMrush, S-E-M-R-U-S-H dot com. That's a pretty good tool. There's KeywordsEverywhere.com. There's KWFinder.com. They're not bad. And then there's this really strange one called Answer the Public. I'm going to uh, give you some information on that later. I've actually, it's actually a, almost a separate tip because it's such an odd site, but a good resource. So those are free keyword search tools. So after you've exhausted thinking like a, your, your, your client's target audience and imagining you're them and thinking about what keywords they're likely to type in, after you've done the key, uh, Google suggested search, after you've asked your client about, you know, have you worked with an SEO firm? Have you had a report over the last couple of years of some good keywords? Then you do your research by, by using these free keyword search tools. Okay, you can come up with a lot of great keywords that way. Now, I mentioned Answer the Public, and I'm going to spin that off into a separate tip because that's a really odd site, but a really good resource. Is It's not, it's not necessarily a, a, a website strictly for keywords. What it does is if you type in a keyword, a word or phrase, like uh, forklift trucks, for example, it'll give you questions and uh, statements that people make online about that, related to that. And it'll give it to you in this kind of cool graphical format. Uh, this is a podcast, so I can't show it to you, but it's, a, it's just this really handy graphical format. If you try answerthepublic.com, you'll see what I mean. And what Answer the Public is really good for is for what SEO experts call long tail keywords. It gives you these long sentences, multiple words in a sentence uh, that, that, that can be very good keywords to use in your client's copy. 
I'm going to get into long tail keywords, primary, secondary keywords in just a second. Uh, but it's a very good site for doing that. Okay, so let me review and then I'm going to get on to, the, to what I just said. Long tail keywords, different types of keywords. Uh, so you want to think like your, your, your client's uh, target audience. You want to use Google's suggested search tool. You want to ask your client if they've ever used an SEO firm or expert and see maybe your client has some keyword research already available they can send you. You want to use the free keyword search tools that I gave you. And you want to use Answer the Public because that gives you a really unique perspective on some really cool keywords. Now, once you've done all that research, um, you're not done yet. Okay, you may end up with all kinds of keywords, but some keywords are more important than others. Some are used differently than others. There's basically three types of keywords. And I don't want to make this any more complicated than it needs to be for you as a writer because you don't need to be an SEO expert. You just need to be a writer who knows how to use SEO in their writing. Okay, but there's three types of keywords. One is primary keyword. The other one is the secondary keywords. And the third type is long tail keywords. Okay, let me explain what each means. Primary keywords are those keywords that, are, that have a lot of traffic. So if you're looking for tennis shoes, tennis shoes probably has a lot of traffic because that's the most common term someone will use to look for that. Okay, tennis shoes. <laughs> okay, so it's such a, such a uh, uh, popular term. Probably has thousands of search, uh, searches every single month. That's a primary keyword. And you got to make sure you use primary keywords in the copy that, that you write because it's a popular term. However, it has a lot of competition. So another type of keyword to kind of balance that out is secondary keywords. These are keywords that aren't necessarily as popular. In fact, sometimes they're not nearly as popular as primary keywords, but they still have a lot of searches and they're related to the primary keyword. So while tennis shoes might be a primary keyword, uh, a secondary keyword might be um, sports stores or, or running shoe stores or something like that, or uh, sports shoes, okay, or sneakers could be another one, <laughs> okay. I'm not doing a very good job of coming up with examples, but I think you know what I mean, these secondary terms that people use. And you need to mix your, those secondary keywords in with your primary keywords and kind of balance them out as you're uh, writing your copy and integrating these keywords into them. There's another type of keyword called a long tail keyword. And you ever notice when you're looking for something really specific, you'll type in uh, a really long term. For example, you might type in tennis shoes for someone with flat feet. Okay, that's a long tail keyword because you're looking for something very specific. You're not just looking for tennis shoes. You're looking for tennis shoes for you and you have flat feet like I do. Okay, that's a long tail keyword phrase because it's, it's more than two or three words. It's a longer sentence. And if you can find long tail keywords, key phrases, that point directly to your client's product or service, then then you need to use those long tail keywords because that's going to attract a very highly motivated target audience to your client's website or blog that is that are highly likely to buy. Because if I'm looking for tennis shoes for my flat feet 
and I find a website that's, that specializes in tennis shoes for flat feet, I'm going to click on it and look at it, look at it, because that's what I'm looking for. I'm looking for that specific thing. That's the power of long tail keywords. And by the way, answerthepublic.com is a great place to find these long tail keyword phrases. Okay. And you need to mix some of that in as well. So again, I can get into this further. There's a whole science behind this with percentages of primary keywords and secondary keywords and long tail key phrases and blah, blah, blah. But the basics are that. You want to you mix in the best keywords possible. Primary keywords and have a balance of uh, balanced out with secondary keywords and long tail keywords. Then you have a mix of, of keywords and phrases that are most likely to attract the kind of clients, prospects, customers that your client is looking for, okay? So those are some tips on SEO copywriting for uh, B2B companies. SEO copywriting is, is, a, is a big topic. You can really get into it. I just skimmed the surface, frankly. I just gave you the basics. But in these last two podcasts, I think I gave you enough to have a working knowledge that if you were to write a web page for a client that needed to be SEO optimized, or if you needed to write some blog posts for your client and your client wanted you to integrate some keywords to optimize those, then you'll know how to do it. And my podcast would have done the job, <laughs> okay? So that's this week's B2B podcast and the end of this series on SEO copywriting. I hope you found it helpful. And would you do me a favor, if you'd like me to cover any other topics, uh, either as a single podcast or as a series where I can go into a little bit more depth, please let me know. I'm easy to reach. You can contact me at steveslonwhite at gmail.com. So until next week, have a great week on, with your B2B writing or copywriting business. I will talk to you then. We hope you enjoyed this edition of B2B Writing Success with Steve Slonwhite. For more tips on building a thriving B2B writing business, visit www.b2bwritingsuccess.com.